Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, it is a pleasure for us to be together again this moment so that we can share the word that God has prepared for us. Um, let's share some prayers and then we can get straight into the message that God has given me for you and I today. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come before you this beautiful moment, O oh, Father. Right now, Lord, men, women, boys, girls are coming to you from different directions, different locations. Others are trusting you, my Lord, for things that are impossible to them. Some are trusting you, my Lord, for things that are impossible, Lord, with their current capacity. Some are trusting you for things, my Father, that the medical doctors have already said is impossible to achieve. Some are coming to you, my Lord God, with the conditions that are deemed terminal. Some are coming to you, my Father, with the circumstances that are deemed impossible. And I pray now in the mighty name of Jesus that, Lord, whatever circumstance, whatever issue, my Lord, people might be facing, my God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that, God, may you, O oh Father, be at the center of their life in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, for every individual, my God, wherever they are watching from, wherever they are listening from, I commit them in your hands in a prayer in the name of Jesus. As your servant, my Father, it is my responsibility to pray for men, women, boys, girls, to pray for nations, to pray for issues, to commit people, my Father, in your presence through prayer. And that is what I am doing right now, my Lord God, that God, whether they are in the north, in the south, in the west or in the east, I pray that God may you hear their words in the mighty name of Jesus. Others have been whispering. Others have been shouting. Some have been talking for a long time. And others may even be at the verge of giving up. I pray that God may you show up, my Father, at their point of need in the mighty name of Jesus. I announce, my Lord, healing to everybody that is carrying a sickness, to everybody that is carrying a health condition, to everybody, anyone, my Lord, who is experiencing trouble in their body. I speak a healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, it is written that to those who believe nothing shall be impossible. To those who believe they shall command the mountains and the mountains shall cast themselves into the sea. It is written that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. It is written that we are overcomers. It is written that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. It is written that our weapons are not carnal, but the pulling down of strongholds. It is written that we can root out, we can pull out, we can destroy, and we can plant. It is written that we can build, we can command, and we can declare. It is written that our tongue carries the power that we are able to change things that may seem to be impossible. Father, we were created in your image and in your likeness. And this is to say that, Father, what you are able to do, Lord, we as your sons and the daughters are also able to do. What we are asking is that, my Father, reignite the passion within us. Reignite the faith, the strength within us. Give us, Jehovah, the ability not to fear any situation or any circumstance in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us, my Father, the boldness to be like you, Jesus, the Lion of Judah. That when we roar in any situation, my Father, the situation can bow. That when we roar in any circumstances, circumstance can bow at our feet. For Lord, we know it is written that at the mention of your name, Jesus, every knee in heaven, every knee on the earth, and every knee beneath the earth shall bow. Father, that is our portion, for the Bible says we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. That what the Son inherited is what we have inherited. We are called friends of the Lord. We are called friends of the Messiah. We are called friends of the King of Kings. We are called friends of the Lord of Lords. And such, my God, we are going, Jehovah, to dominate. December or January. Morning or afternoon. Evening or midnight, we are going to dominate. In the city or out of the city. In the nation or out of the nation. We are going to dominate. Lord, anything that we are going to touch our hands on, anything that we are going to plan, any journey that we are going to embark on, I speak that, Father, we are going to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, my, my, any form of inferior complex which has been dominating the minds of your people, 
Today, I speak a release in the mighty name of Jesus. This is the confidence that we have in you. That when we call upon your name, you hear us and you answer us. This is according to the book of John. So the Apostle John realized that there is confidence in you, Father. That any word that is spoken in confidence, any word that is spoken in faith, you back it all out. Thank you, Jehovah. I pray that as the different nations are battling with this um, Omicron variant of the COVID-19 virus, I commit them in your hands. As nations are trying to run around and figure out how to go about it, I pray for stability. I pray for a way out. As people, men, women, Lord, are in the hospitals, they are affected by this virus. Some are sick, some are coughing, some have got a cold. Whatever condition they may have, I commit them in your hands that you are still God. And you are still on the throne. You are still healing. And your power is still available for us. Therefore, may you release that authority, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. And I speak, Lord, the concentration as we are listening to this word, my Father, which you have prepared for us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Once more, you are welcome wherever you are watching from. It is a pleasure that you are here with us. And um, I am happy. I assure you that the time you are investing right now, you are going to reap the rewards in Jesus' mighty name. Last Sunday, I was here on the same platform speaking on a message, Adapt. And I would urge you that go to my page, go to a friend of Jesus on YouTube, go to Spotify, go to Anchor, go to iTunes, and you will find these messages. Praise God. So take time and listen to them and be blessed, all right? Now, today there is a word that God has given me for you and I, and the word that he has given is more of a question, all right? It is not a statement. It is not just one word. Rather, it is a question. And the message for today is, are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Am I willing to stick it out with Jesus? Are you willing in your relationship to stick it out with Jesus? Are you willing in your spiritual life to stick it out with Jesus? Are you willing? Hallelujah. So there is a condition. Only if you are willing, only if I am willing, then are we going to stick it out with Jesus. There is nothing that is automatic. There is nothing that is given. There is nothing that is just happening out of the ordinary when it comes to this willingness. Rather, it is a role that we are supposed to play. It is a choice that we are supposed to make in order to stick it out with Jesus. What I'm referring to by sticking it out with Jesus is holding on to him, remaining in him, remaining with him. Am I going to continue trusting him throughout December? Am I continue? Am I going to continue to trust him in my marriage? Am I going to continue to trust him in my academics? Am I going to continue to trust him with my nation, with my relatives, with my business, with my plans, with my goals, with my talent, with the gift that he has entrusted me with, in faith, in hope? Am I going to continue to trust him even if I am not well? Am I going to continue to trust him even when I have experienced failure? Am I going to continue to trust him even if no one is willing to stay with me? Am I going to continue to trust him even when all doors seem to be closed? Am I going to continue to trust Jesus even when it seems like the more I pray is the more there is no answer? The more I pray is the more it gets silent and quiet. Am I going to continue trusting him in the ministry when the more I preach is the less people I see giving their life to Jesus? Am I going to continue trusting him the more I pray for sick people, the less I see miracles? Am I going to continue trusting him the more I am having hope that my situation is changing is the worse it is getting? Am I going to continue to trust him that the more I try to invest my time myself in a relationship is the more that I am being left alone? Am I going to continue to trust him that the more I work hard is the tougher the situation seems to be getting? Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? John chapter 15 verse 14. John chapter 15 verse 14. This is our opening um, verse. John chapter 15 
verse 14. Let me read. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Jesus Christ was speaking here to the disciples. And in his words, he said to them that you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Hallelujah. So our friendship is dependent on your willingness to do what I command you. Our friendship is dependent on your ability to heed to my instructions. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for the reading of this scripture. I know there are more scriptures to read, and I pray that every scripture that we shall read, O oh Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are giving us insight, knowledge, and revelation. Thank you that you are enlightening us. You are showing us the way. You are illuminating our path. You are giving us the wisdom, my God, that we need, the guidance that is needed in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive all the praise, all the honor and the glory. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Now, are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Am I willing to stick it out with Jesus? And in the opening verse from the book of John chapter 15, verse 14, Jesus Christ was making a statement. He was saying, many people want to be friends with me. Many people want to have a relationship with me. Many people want to claim that they know who I am. Many people want to claim that they belong to my father's kingdom. Many people want to claim that they have got trust in my word. Many people want to claim that they are Christians, meaning they have got my name. But what I want to say to these people is, if you are willing to do what I tell you, then you indeed are my friend. If you are eager, if you are interested, if you are ready to do what I instruct you to do, then you can call yourself my friend. If you are going to listen to the word that my father has given or issued through this book of life called the Bible, if you are going to listen to the servants, the true servants of God that I send to different nations, if you will be able to detect and understand that this is indeed God speaking, and not only you understand, not only you detect, but you go ahead and execute my word, then you can call yourself my friend. If you are going to take the word, study the word, read the word, and at the end begin to apply it, if you will say irrespective of the situation, if you will say irrespective of the condition, if you will say in spite of the circumstance, if you will say in spite of the condition, I am still going to remain in Jesus, then you are my friend. Praise God. Now, today's message, the important word, or one of the important words that I want you to mark and take with you, is the word if. Hallelujah. The word if. Listen, the word if is important in the life of a believer. Okay, disclaimer. I am here as a pastor, meaning I am here to speak to two people. Person number one is the person who has given his life or her life to Jesus as his or her personal savior, meaning a born again child of God. Person number two I am here to speak to is a person who is a non-believer, one who has not yet made the commitment, but is willing, is interested to learn so that they can understand more before they make the decision. Hallelujah. So it is not only me speaking to those who are believers, but even the non-believers, my job is to speak to you. My job is to deliver the word so that you should hear the word and God can inspire you. The Holy Spirit can inspire you to make a decision, to say, I want to walk with him. I want to become a friend of Jesus. Okay, now listen, this word if is a conjunction, all right? It is a joining word and it is used to show a condition that or assuming that. This word if, right? It is a joining word. It is a word that it combines. It is a word that brings together. It is a word that glues, hallelujah. And it does so to show a condition that or to, to assume, to bring an assumption. So here, you are a friend of Jesus based on an assumption that you are going to do what he wants you to do. 
You are a friend of Jesus because of the condition that you are going to listen to his instructions. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Now, if you go into the scriptures, when you go into the scriptures, when you hear men, women of God teach the scriptures, when you hear other people speak about the word of God, you are going to hear a couple of common statements. Number one, if you believe. Hallelujah. When it comes to this subject of being born again, it begins by saying, if you believe. Again, we are looking at the word if, meaning there is a condition. You are not going to be called born again. You are not going to be forced into being born again. You are not going to automatically be born again. And this is the reason why when a child is born, they are not automatically born again. Even though the, the father is a pastor like me. Even though the mother is a pastor or a woman of God. Even though the parents are servants of God or, or they are leaders, deacons, deaconesses, whatever title you give in the church. Irrespective of the role or the title or the status in spiritual life of the parents, the child is not automatically born again. And as the child grows, when they reach an age where they are able to detect or differentiate between right or wrong, that's when they have to make a decision of their own to be born again. And this is why we say, if you believe. Number two, if you confess. So again, confession is not automatic. Hallelujah. No one will be forced into confessing that Jesus is Lord. No one will be forced into confessing that Jesus was raised from the dead by God. No one will be forced into confessing that God is indeed God the creator. But it will be a choice that one has to make. If they confess, then heaven is going to realize, heaven is going to acknowledge this decision. Number three, if you are willing. The Bible says, if you are willing, you are going to eat the best of the land. If you are willing, you are going to have the finest of the land. Again, it is not automatic. You do not just begin to eat the best of the land. You do not just begin to enjoy the best of the situation. You do not just begin to enjoy the finest things in spiritual life. But the word of God says, if you are willing, there is a price to pay. There is a condition, hallelujah, and if you meet that condition, if you meet those conditions, if you meet those expectations, then you're going to enjoy what it has to offer. The last one is, the Bible says, if my people, hallelujah, if my people who are called by my name, hallelujah. Now, again, here there is a condition. The people who are called by the name of God have to make a choice. They have to make a decision, hallelujah. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? We are getting somewhere. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Peter, the apostle Peter, the disciple Peter, said to Jesus that I will not leave you no matter what. He said to Jesus, Lord, even if the other disciples can leave you, even if the other disciples can run away from you, even if the other disciples can desert you, even if the other disciples are going to be afraid, but I, Peter, I am going to remain at your side. But eventually, he ended up refusing Jesus. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? This is an apostle whom the Lord loved. This is an apostle who walked with the Lord. This is an apostle who heard the Lord speak face to face. This is an apostle who lived with Jesus. This is an apostle who received first-hand instructions. But when it came to it, the Bible says he couldn't stand it. He left Jesus alone. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Judas said, I am not going to betray you. Jesus asked the question and said, um, one of you here is going to betray me. Someone here is going to give me up. Someone here is going to lie about me. And all the disciples, including Judas Iscariot, said, never, I am not going to do that. And yet the end result, he betrayed Jesus. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? <laughs> Are you willing to go the extra mile? Are you willing to continue holding on to Jesus? Are you willing to remain in Jesus? Listen. All the disciples and other believers left Jesus all alone. When Jesus Christ was being crucified, 
When Jesus Christ was going to be hung on the cross, when they were busy taking him and nailing him to the cross on his palms and on his feet, none of the disciples wanted to be there with him. All the other people who were called believers were nowhere to be found. No one was willing to say, listen, master, we are going to do it with you. No one was bold enough to stand and say to the authorities of the Roman soldiers that, listen, this man is innocent. But all of them scattered. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? When the situation gets tough, when your life gets so difficult, when the plans that you had are not coming to pass, when the ideals and ideas that you had of life are not working out, when the discipline that you are trying to instill in your children is not working out, when your child turns out to be what you did not expect, when your life turns out to be what you did not expect, when the year that you thought would be the best, maybe servants of God such as myself were telling you that 2021 is the best year. Maybe we were telling you that 2021 is the year for you to have blessings. Maybe we are telling you that 2021, you are going to find favor. When you have not found that favor, are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Maybe there was a prophecy that 2021, you are going to get married. 2021, you are going to be a mother or a father. 2021, you are going to get employed. 2021, you are going to own a business. 2021, you are going to find grace. 2021, you are going to you know, grow in your talent. When none of that has happened, when any of that has not taken place, are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? When the pastor prophesied, when the pastor preached, when the pastor was sweating, when the pastor was declaring, when the pastor was announcing that this is your year, that this is your moment, that this is your time, and you were shouting hallelujah, and you were shouting take your time, and you were shouting yes papa, yes daddy, yes prophet, yes pastor, when you were fired up in your spirit, that indeed this is your year, and you are in December, nothing has happened. Happened, are you going to stick it out with Jesus? When the pastor prayed for you and he made a declaration that you are healed in the name of Jesus, when the pastor made a declaration that you are healed in the name of Jesus, when the pastor prophesied that when you go back to the doctor and they do the examinations, they find that nothing is they will find that nothing is wrong in your body, and yet you have gone to the doctor, and the doctor has said, Listen, the condition is still there, listen, the problem is still there. Are you going to to stick it out with Jesus. When the pastor said that you are going to find favor or peace in your family, and yet your family keeps fighting, your family keeps arguing, your family does not see eye to eye, are you going to stick it out with Jesus? When they say to you that this year you are going to be given documentation, you are going to be given citizen, citizenship, you are going to be given a stay, you are going to find a favor, maybe they'll give you benefits. And now it is a December, nothing has happened. Are you going to stick it out with Jesus? Do you understand? Because there are no promises that are being made. Hallelujah. When you are giving your life to Jesus, when you are confessing Jesus, when you are taking this path, when you are getting rid of the old life, when you are getting rid of your old ways, there are no promises. Hallelujah. You are just being told that, listen, trust Him, rely on Him. Hallelujah. Even though your eyes are not seeing it, even though you may not behold it in the moment, it is just a mere promise. Hallelujah. When you are reading His word. You might not physically see it. You might not physically feel it. But what I am here to say or to ask you is, are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? When you have been served a notice of divorce by your partner, are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? When your pastor has just announced that he heard what you did and you are now no longer a leader, you have been stripped of leadership in your church, are you going to stick it out with Jesus? When the entire leadership team has been dissolved by the servants of God and you are no longer a leader, 
No one is, is calling you a leader anymore. You are not an elder anymore. You no longer have that, that position of authority. Are you going to stick it out with Jesus? When every time you walk into your house, you are fighting with your partner. You are arguing with your partner. When you pick up your phone, there's nasty messages from your partner. Are you going to stick it out with Jesus? Meaning, are you still going to pray? Are you still going to trust him? Are you still going to rely on him? Hallelujah. Listen, December is a month of excitement. Hallelujah. If you read what I posted um, earlier hours of this morning, I posted a message to say December is a month of excitement because of Christmas. People are so excited. There is excitement in the air. There is excitement in the atmosphere. Praise God. People are going around and celebrating. People are going around and dancing. People are going around and saying all sweet things. People are going around and enjoying so they say. But my question is, when you find that the problems are still around after Christmas, are you going to stick it out with Jesus? Because Christmas is just one day. Hallelujah. 26 December, Christmas has passed. 27 December, two days now. 28 December, three days. You are shifting away. You're going further and further away from the day. Are you still going to stick it out with Jesus when nothing has changed? Praise the Lord. I want you to be true to yourself. I want me to be true to myself. That in the middle of the excitement, hallelujah, in the middle of the celebrations, in the middle of the joy, in the middle of the dances, in the middle of the declaration, when you pause for a moment, ask yourself the question, am I still going to stick it with Jesus? Can I still call him my friend? Can I still call him the Lord? Can I still pray to him? Can I still trust him? Can I still rely on him? John chapter 6. Praise the Lord. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? John chapter 6 verse 53 to 58. John chapter 6 verses 53 to 58. Let me read them. So Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the, the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you cannot have eternal life within you. Verse 54, but anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise that person at the last day. For my flesh is a true food and my blood is true drink. Verse 56, anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. 57. I will live because of the living Father who sent me. In the Father, or in the same way, anyone who feeds on me will live because of me. I am the true bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will not die as your ancestors did, even though they ate the manna, but will live forever. Praise the Lord. Here, Jesus is making statements that are very difficult. It is easy to read this and it makes sense to you because you are not in the moment. It is easy for you to read this and say it makes sense. It is good because you were not there when he was saying it. But imagine a man coming in front of you and saying, listen, you have to eat my flesh to live. Imagine someone telling you that you have to drink my blood for you to make it. Hallelujah. Jump to verse number 60. You are still in chapter 6. I want you to jump to verse number 60 to 67. John chapter 6, verses 60 to 67. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? My God. <laughs> Listen, Jesus is saying to the masses, Jesus is saying to the disciples that in order for you to survive, in order for you to make it, in order for you to go forward, in order for you to succeed, you have to eat my flesh. You have to drink my blood. Hallelujah. He's saying that because I am in the Father and the Father is in me, you have to eat my flesh. You have to drink my blood. I am life eternal. Hallelujah. I am the future. I am the destiny. 
I am everything that you need. Praise God. And as the disciples were hearing this, as the believers were hearing this, in verse number 60, the disciples said, this is a tough saying. This is a hard saying. This is an impossible saying. Who can comprehend it? Who can understand it? Hallelujah. They said, this doesn't make sense. Jesus, your parables don't have any sense in them. Hallelujah. So the pastor can sit here and preach the gospel. The pastor can sit here and declare the gospel. The pastor can sit here and speak all sorts of words from the word of God. And others are listening. Maybe you are even listening. And you are saying, pastor, this is too difficult. You are saying, pastor, how can I be born again? You are saying, pastor, you don't know what you are saying. You may be saying, pastor, you don't understand the pain that I'm in. You might be saying, pastor, you have no idea the discrimination. You might be saying, pastor, you don't know how embarrassing it is. Hallelujah. And I am here to say you are not the first one. My question is, are you going to stick it out with Jesus? Now, let's read on. He said to them, hallelujah, does this offend you? Let's start from verse 61. When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, does this offend you? Verse 62. What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he came before? Is the Spirit, it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and who would betray him. So today I am saying to you, today I am asking you a question that the Lord has posed for both of us. That are you willing, am I willing, are we willing to stick it out with Jesus? Hallelujah. Here is a situation. Jesus is interacting. Jesus is communicating. Jesus is conversing with the disciples. And the Bible is saying that as he is speaking, the disciples are thinking to themselves. The disciples are talking among themselves. And they are saying this is a hard saying. Who can take it? Pastor, you are saying I should give up my old life. This is a hard saying. Who can do it? Pastor, you are saying I should get rid of my temper. Pastor, you are saying I should get rid of my old ways, my old emotions. This is a hard saying. Pastor, you are saying I should leave behind my addiction. Pastor, this is a hard saying. Pastor, you are saying that I should no longer go to the places where I, sh I used to go. This is a hard saying. Pastor, you are saying that, no, the, 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 my vocabulary needs to change. How can I do it, Pastor? This is a hard saying. And I am here to say you are not the first to say such words. Jesus said it, uh, the disciples said it to Jesus. Hallelujah. They said it is too hard. You don't know, Lord, how difficult it feels. You are Lord. You are God himself. You are not like us. Hallelujah. You are God you are the spirit himself, so it is easy for you. But us, Lord, we don't know how to make it. We don't know how to do it. Listen. Verse 65. And he said, Therefore, I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by the Father. So while they were busy complaining, while they were busy murmuring, while they were busy, you know, whispering in each other's ears, Jesus perceived it in the spirit that they are complaining. And he said to them, listen, it is not about you now. It is not about just me saying it. It is about my father. Hallelujah. He said, it is my father who will enable anyone to come to him. It is my father who will enable anyone to believe in the gospel. It is my father who will enable anyone to give his life or her life to Jesus. Hallelujah. And that is the reason why I am not worried when I preach the gospel. Because my job is to preach. My job is to teach. My job is to speak. Hallelujah. And it is for the Father to choose how he's going to do with you. How he's going to deal with you. Hallelujah. It is for the Father to decide what happens afterwards. Hallelujah. 
are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Now listen to this, verse number 66, my God. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Jesus had 72 disciples. Hallelujah. And Jesus had many people who were believing in him. And after this sermon, after this message, after this scripture, the Bible says in verse number 66 that many of the so-called disciples left him. Many of the so-called believers left him. Hallelujah. And verse number 67, it reads, Then Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to go away? So today, there are people that have left the, the church. My God. Ha, what a revelation. There are people who have left the faith. There are people who have left Jesus. There are people who have stopped believing. There are people who no longer walk in the path of righteousness. There are people who have made a decision that it is too difficult to be a believer. I cannot bear it anymore. I cannot stand it anymore. I am going to step out. Praise God. And Jesus did not beg or try to, 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 to um, ask them why or please remain. Rather, he asked the ones who stayed behind that, are you also going to leave me? Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Praise God. Some have left because prayer was difficult. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Some have left because the church had too many things going on. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Some left because they couldn't stand the preaching, the teaching of the gospel. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Some could not stand the fasting. They said, I cannot fast. This is just too painful. I can no longer be a believer. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Others left because they were told, perhaps you are not allowed to, 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 to sleep around. You are not allowed to, to go around with other women as a married man. You are not allowed to go around with other uh, with women as a married man or as a married woman. You are not allowed to go around with other men. Others were told you are not allowed to sleep around if you are not yet married. Others were told you are not allowed to be found in certain places in order for you to belong to the church or do what the church wants you. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Are you willing to perform or, or rather to form a personal relationship with Jesus? Are you willing to say, irrespective of what is happening around me, I will remain in Jesus? Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Listen, as an employee, you are willing to stick it out with your boss because of the paycheck. As an employee, you are willing to stick it out with your boss even when they are shouting at you because you want to get paid at the end of the month. As an employee, you wake up early, you go to work early, you stay all the working hours until it is time to knock off, then you go home because you want to get paid at the end of the month. Hallelujah. Now for Jesus, are you willing to stick it out for the Lord? When demons are abusing you, are you willing to stick it out for Jesus? When all negativity is abusing you, are you willing to stick it out for Jesus? When there are so all, all sorts of pains and difficulties in your life, are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? When the situation doesn't make sense anymore, are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? When the ministry, the work doesn't make sense, when the work is too difficult, when you can't understand the members, when the members are always talking about you, when the members are busy judging you, when the members are busy gossiping about you, are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Can you stand and say, I am not going to shift no matter what? Can you stand and say, I am going to remain in the Lord? Can you stand and say, even if others don't come for the prayers? Can you stand and say, even if others don't come for the church service can you stand and say even if others are not going to do what the church is asking them but for me i am going to stick it out with jesus can you stick it out with jesus are you willing to stick it out with jesus when they are laughing at you that you are a believer and you are still poor are you willing to stick it out with jesus 
When they say to you that you are still sick, you, your brother is still sick, your sister is still sick, you just buried your mother, you just buried your father, you just buried your sibling, you just buried a loved one, are you still going to stick it out with the same Jesus? When you leave your house without food, when you leave your house where there is no electricity, when you leave home and there is no hot water, are you going to stick it out with Jesus? When your business is collapsing, when your business there are no profits, when all the customers are leaving you, are you going to stick it out with this Jesus? When you are praying and it's like heaven has shut the windows, heaven has closed the windows, there is no answer from heaven, there is no direction from heaven, are you going to stick it out with Jesus? Because here the Bible tells me that many disciples left Jesus because of the words that he spoke. Because the message was just too tough. The conditions were too difficult. Hallelujah. Remember, Jesus said, you cannot be lukewarm or cold. Hallelujah. You cannot choose to be in between. This kingdom of God requires you and I to make one decision, to make one choice. Are you going to be for God or are you not going to be for God? Hallelujah. We cannot play this game of having one foot, one left, maybe one foot in and one foot out. It will not work with the kingdom of God. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Can you fully devote yourself to Jesus Christ? Can you fully devote to the word of God? Can you fully devote yourself to doing what is right? Can you fully devote into following the scriptures as they are written? Are you willing, am I willing to stick it out with Jesus? Praise the Lord. John chapter 15 verse 18 and 19. John chapter 15 verse 18 and 19. As you're opening that... Um, I want to bless God in a special way for my um, my mother, um, Prophetess Mary Kapenga. Thank you so much. Um, it is an honor that you can um, join in and listen to your son speak the word. It is indeed a privilege. John chapter 15, verse 18. All right, verse 18 and 19. Let me read. If the world hates you, if the world hates you, uh, 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 remember, when I started my message, I gave you the word if. And I said to you that the word if is important in the life of a believer. I explained the reason why. Here in the book of John chapter 15 verse 18, it begins by saying, If, if the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. Now, this is Jesus speaking. He says, if there is hate in the world, my God, if your neighbors don't appreciate you, even if your own family does not appreciate you. If your own colleagues don't appreciate you. If your own members in the church don't appreciate you. Hallelujah. If the world has hate for you, remember it hated me also. And verse number 19, the world would love you as one of its own if you belonged to it. My God, my God. Jehovah, Jesus Christ is the same. Because you have given your life to Jesus, you are no longer of the world. Hallelujah. So the reason why there is so much hatred against you is because you and the world are not one. Hallelujah. You have become enemies with the world because you are born again. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Jesus is saying, when you become born again, when you give your life to me, you become an enemy of the world. Were you wondering why people are talking about you? Were you wondering why there's so much gossip about you? Here is your answer. You have become an enemy of the world because you said yes to Jesus. <laughs> Let me repeat. You have become an enemy of the world because you said yes to Jesus. Hallelujah. Because you have accepted to walk with Jesus. Because you have accepted to be for Jesus. Jesus is saying that you have become an enemy, my God. There is a target on your back. There is a target on your forehead. There is a target against you. There is an agenda against you. Because you have said yes to Jesus. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? Hallelujah. Now he says, my God, the world would love you as one of its own if you belonged to the world. 
but you are no longer part of the world. I choose you to come out of the world so it hates you. Jesus is saying, my, this is a revelation. Jesus Christ is saying, the moment I chose you to be born again, the moment you believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth that I am the Lord, the moment you said bye-bye to your old life and welcome to the new life, you have become an enemy to the world. Praise God. So this is the reason why you are hated. This is the reason why your life is full of haters. This is the reason why your life is full of enemies. This is the reason why you are always battling, fighting different things as a born-again child of God. This is why you are born again and yet the battles have increased. This is why you are born again and there are so many challenges. This is why you are born again and it seems like just because you are born again, every day is a battle. Every day is a fight. Every day is a hustle. Every day is a tussle. Hallelujah. You are busy wrestling with different circumstances. You are busy wrestling with different conditions. You are busy wrestling with different issues. Why? Because you have become an enemy of the world. Why? You are now for Jesus. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? <laughs> Glory to God. Am I willing to stick it out with Jesus? Listen, imagine someone saying to you that you are hated because of your relationship with me. Listen, I don't think you understand. Right? Imagine you becoming friends with me, alright? Before you became friends with Tadala, your life was smooth and easy. And after you became friends with Tadala, there are problems in your life non-stop. Are you going to remain friends with me? And Jesus is saying the same, my God, what a revelation. He's saying, your life before me may have been easy. Your life before me, you were able to crook people. You were able to use all sorts of trickery to make it. You were able to lie as you wanted to. You were able to cheat as you wanted to. You were able to deceive people without the consequences. But now because you belong to me, there are so many restrictions. Are you going to remain my friend? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What a revelation. He's saying, are you going to remain for me? Because now that you are with me, the, the, the amount of challenges are going to increase. The amount of issues are going to increase. Praise the Lord. Are you, are you listening to me? And the second one is, you are disposed because you are this. My God. No one wants to be close to you because you are friends with Jesus. Imagine that. Before Jesus, everyone was your friend. You were turning up as you wanted to. Hallelujah. You were turning up everywhere, no issue. All bottles on you. Hallelujah. <laughs> you were the life of the party. Your phone was ringing non-stop with invites from all directions. People were flowing to your house. People were flowing to your direction. Your contacts were so full. You were receiving so many messages. But the moment you gave your life to Jesus, no one wants to call you anymore. No more invites. You are no longer the life of the party. You no longer are welcome. Are you willing to stick it out with the same Jesus? Irrespective of all these changes that are coming, which are not pleasant, are you willing, am I willing to stick it out with Jesus? My God. My God. Maybe you are saying, I never used to be sick. I never used to face any uh, demonic attacks. I never used to face any physical battles, you know, any health battles. Mm -hmm. My dreams are okay. I never had all these challenges, you know, before. But now because I am born again, I am suffering. There are certain dreams that I am having. There are certain battles that I am having. I am having to wake up midnight and pray. I am having to pray more for my family than I used to before. I am engaging in spiritual warfare always. I want to say to you, it is not a surprise. You are a friend of Jesus. Are you willing to stick it out? With Jesus. Let me close John chapter 8. Let me finish John chapter 8, verse 58 and 59, and then I'm done. John chapter 8, 
verse 58 and 59, and then we close. Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Then they took up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. Because he spoke the truth, because he spoke the truth, they wanted to stone him. They wanted to kill him. Hallelujah. So today, are you going to stick it out with Jesus based on the truth that he's bringing in your life? Are we willing to say we are going to hold on to Jesus no matter what? Again, you see, the beauty of today's message is that it is a question. And as a question, it means we are not answering it collectively. We are not answering it as a group. But individually, we are supposed to answer this question. Hallelujah. You, I, go in the presence of God and answer this question. Let him know that I, I, I am willing to stick it out with you. Oh, I am not willing to stick it out with you. It is a choice. But my advice is stick it out with Jesus. Because when you stick it out with Jesus, you are guaranteed that he will fight for you. Did you hear that? When you stick it out with Jesus, you are guaranteed that he is going to fight for you. Yes, the battles will come. Yes, the challenges will come. Yes, the difficulties will be there. But the beauty or the guarantee is that he will fight with you. He will fight for you. He will stand for you. Hallelujah. So there is nothing that will overcome you because you have got Jesus on your side. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for the word. I appreciate you, Lord, that God, I have taught and delivered every word that you gave me, O oh, Father, including all the scriptures that you had given me for your people, Lord. Right now, my Father, as they go, Lord, into the day, as they go into a new week, I commit them in your hands. It is a few days left before Christmas, six days left before Christmas. And I pray that as, Lord, they are excited, as they are happy, as they are celebrating, I pray that, Father, may they not lose sight. Of what is happening. May they not lose the focus of what is happening. May they answer the question on their own with you. Are they willing to stick it out with you Lord? I give you praise that Father you have spoken this message for a purpose. You have spoken this message for a reason and therefore may your will be done O God. I give you all the praise O Lord. I say thank you for everyone who was listening, who is going to listen, who has watched and who is going to watch. That Father Speak to them, O oh Lord. Pour revelation upon revelation unto them, O oh Father. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. All right, with that, I have come to the end of my teaching. Are you willing to stick it out with Jesus? And um, the word is there. The message is there. The video is there. It is going to be published on lots of other platforms. The audio will be published on lots of other platforms. Go out, listen to it, read the scriptures, pray about it. And I have no doubt that the Lord is going to guide you on the path that you are about to embark on or the path that you have already embarked on. May the Lord bless you. Enjoy. And God lift you. Shalom.